My brothers and sisters, no matter what it is that you go through, understand that God is able to deliver you, and he'll never put more on you than you can bear. So come on and help me sing this song, Wondering. Hello and welcome to the Know Your Bible YouTube broadcast. I'm your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr., pastor teacher of the Greenwood Acres Full Gospel Baptist Church, domiciled right here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Due to the stay-in-place order, I'm coming to you by means of video, and I trust that I will be received by you wherever you are, and I know that I will. You can look forward to the Word of God coming to you each week. You will see information on the screen telling you how you can mail in your tithes and offerings to Greenwood Acres Full Gospel Baptist Church, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, zip 71119. Or you can send your tithes and offerings using the cash app. So look for that information on the screen below. Now let's get into God's precious word. I'm excited. I trust you are too. It's time for the word. <laughs> well, hello, beloved. I'm Bishop Fred A. Carwell, Sr., pastor, teacher of the Greenwood Acres Full Gospel Baptist Church, Domicile, right here in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I am the host of the Know Your Bible international radio broadcast for the past 30 some odd years and now we are on youtube know your bible youtube and i think that this is one of the most exciting things that have happened uh, in my life here lately and i'm excited to be a part of what god has going on here on know your bible today i want to talk to you about a very simple but yet powerful subject that almost covers the entire Bible, and that is the righteousness of God. Uh, you know, when you think about righteousness and right doing and right standing with God, uh, that's an age-old question. What can man do to get in right standing with God? Well, first of all, um, it's going to take faith in days like these in order to be declared righteous in the sight of God, it's going to take faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrificial death that um, he endured there on that cross, at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now am happy all the day. I want to call your attention to Paul writing to the churches of Galatia in chapter 2. And in verse 21, the Bible says, I do not make void the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Let me read that to you again. Paul says, I do not make void the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So I submit to you that there are a lot of people that are going about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God, which can only be acquired by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. The Bible declares in another place that there is none righteous, no, not one. Now, Paul says, in essence, I am not going to run the risk. I am not going to be found guilty of making void the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Now, the Bible has two major divisions, the law 
and then the grace of God. We're not up under the law as a system, being Gentiles. Um, the law was given um, uh, to Moses to give to the children of Israel out in the wilderness out there, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Now, Paul, the apostle, who is the apostle to the Gentiles, spake very candidly and very boldly about what is going to take for a man to be declared righteous in the sight of God, when in another place the Bible says, for there is none righteous, no, not one. So if there is none righteous and there is no, not one that is righteous, then where did Paul come from? Paul, as you well know, became an apostle to the Gentiles as he was arrested by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, going down there to call uh, and to arrest all down there in Damascus that was calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today we have people that are striving to commingle law and grace. You cannot commingle law and grace and be found guiltless in the sight of God. Now, Paul says, I am not, I'm not going to do it. I am not going to make void the grace of God. I'm not going to do it because God sent the apostle Paul to the Gentiles to preach salvation by grace through faith. Salvation comes only by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul says that I do not make void or make empty the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So then think about this. If righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Now, there was a righteousness of under the law that Israel had to maintain in order to have right standing with God in those days. But you see, the cross divides between law and grace. So Christ kept the law for all of us. You might say, well, uh, Brother Pastor, I'm trying to put all this into perspective in my own life today because, you know, I just need to understand what are you saying to, to me? What I'm saying to you is this, that man apart from the righteousness of God given to him as a free gift when he calls upon Jesus, believing that God raised him from the dead and believing that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and the third day God raised him from the dead according to the scriptures, then calling upon Jesus, God gave unto uh, the individual who calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus, the gift of grace and the gift of righteousness, which comes only by grace. It does not come through the works of the law. It comes by grace. As we deal with COVID-19 and uh, the corona uh, virus and days like these, and people are getting sick and people are dying and and it's just a worldwide pandemic. So when you consider all of that and the death of people, and they are estimating approximately 140 
more thousand people will die before this year is up. However, when we talk about right standing with God, we talk about what is it going to take for you as an individual to be able to close your eyes in this world and to wake up in his likeness in the other world? What is it going to take for you as an individual to receive the righteousness of God, which comes by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? Paul preached salvation by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know that he learned the law at the feet of Gamal. However, the law cannot save. The law was first broken by the one who gave it, Moses, who broke the table of the Ten Commandments. But here comes Paul going to Damascus to arrest all down there, all of those down there that was calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ to arrest all them. And he himself got arrested by the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus. And so Paul preached salvation by grace through faith. And he said, I will not make void. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to uh, make me say that you can be saved by works. It's not going to happen. So salvation is by grace through faith. You say, well, how does that fit? Well, simply put, you cannot be saved by works. That's bound in the Old Testament. You can only be saved by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Romans, the third chapter, and I'm going to commence reading at verse 21. Verse 21 says, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets. You see, before Christ died on the cross, remember, he was transfigured on Mount Hermon and uh, with him went Peter, James and John. And there was a meeting up there on that mountain between Jesus and Moses and Elijah. Elijah represented the prophets. Moses represented the law. And the discussion was what Christ was going to accomplish by his death at Calvary on that cross. And so therefore, we have to understand that salvation is by grace through faith. And therefore, God gives the individual who believes on the Lord Jesus Christ, the gift of righteousness, which allows the individual believer to be able to stand before God, to have his prayers answered, to have communion with God, fellowship with God, and, and all that is given as a free gift. And it's not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy hath he saved us, by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. I am glad to be saved by grace through faith. I came off a stone of hill. My mother is a Gentile. All of my relatives are Gentiles. And so therefore, you ought to be glad if you're a Gentile or a Jew today, it does not matter. 
But if you're a Gentile, you ought to be really grateful to God that he made a way out of no way and grafted us in so that we might be redeemed through the blood of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There's a righteousness that man has that he tries to impose upon other people. He says, I don't smoke. I don't chew. I don't dip. And I don't run with those that do. Well, it's not your righteousness, which is as filthy rags, but you must be endowed with God's righteousness. So let me read on because this is a very, very, very important subject. And I trust that you will find in this subject matter a refuge and that you're not trusting in your own works of righteousness for redemption, but that you're trusting that what Jesus did through his death, burial, and resurrection, that righteousness as a gift given to every believer is sufficient, hallelujah, to solidify fellowship with God. In Romans chapter 3, and again beginning at verse 21, it says, But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, Moses and Elijah, the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. You remember when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden of Eden and God killed those animals and made Adam and Eve coats of skins and God clothed them in these coats of skins? Well, those coats of skins represented the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so therefore, it is unto all God's righteousness today, and it is upon all, watch the qualifier, them that believe. So when I believed on Jesus or you believed on Jesus and some still have to believe on Jesus, God will extend and give to the individual the gift of righteousness. That's powerful. And it's apart from the deeds of the law. I don't have to work for it. It's a free gift. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. So therefore, it is upon all, it is unto all them that believe and there is no difference. Verse 23 of Romans 3, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Now, remember this, justification and righteousness comes from the same root word. To be declared just is to be declared right in the sight of God. To be declared righteous in the sight of God is to be declared just. So therefore, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation, mercy seat, through faith in his blood. 
to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him who believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works. Nay, but by the law of faith. Let me read that again. Romans 3.27. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified or declared righteous in the sight of God by faith apart from the deeds of the law. So therefore, to be declared righteous in the sight of God apart from the deeds of the law means then that we must come to Christ by faith, believing that he is the Messiah, that he is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world, that Jesus is the Messiah, the one that God promised when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden, that he would send some help. It took 42 generations, but it came. Hallelujah. <laughs> it took 42 generations, but Jesus came. He was born of a virgin. Yes, he was. And he walked the dusty lanes of Galilee. He was raised up in Nazareth. He cast out demons. He gave sight to the blind. Now, 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 now think about how powerful this is. God is just and the justifier of him that believe on Jesus. Now, all have sinned. All have come short of the glory of God. Now, you're going to tell me today that you have not sinned? Are you going to tell me that you have not come short of the glory of God? None of us can equal up to God's standard. The law was too much. Peter says we couldn't keep it and our fathers couldn't keep it. But yet how many people today a meeting on Saturday trying to keep some semblance of the law. And that, listen, the Bible tells us in another place, if we offend in any one point, then we are guilty of breaking the whole law. So come on to Jesus. Accept his finished work on that cross for your redemption. You need a path that leads to God that is always open. The blood of Jesus Christ has committed a dedicated, a new and a living way to get to God. Hallelujah. And I must admit, you don't have to wait. No, no, sir. There is no waiting in this line. You can just, just go right in. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Now, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and this is very powerful right here. This will burn your mustache off before you drink it. <laughs> All right. In Romans chapter 1, and if you would key in on verse 30, and you'll find these consecrated words. Romans chapter 1, and I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 30. It says, but of him are you in Christ. That little preposition right there, in Christ. See, when you accepted Jesus, 
The Holy Ghost baptized you into the body of Christ. Or if you need to accept Jesus, today is the day of salvation. The Holy Ghost will baptize you into the body of Christ and seal you unto the day of redemption. 1 Corinthians 1 and 30 says, But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God, Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, listen, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. So we see then that Christ is made unto us righteousness, right standing with God. That's what Christ is made unto us, right standing with God. Christ is made unto us righteousness. Hallelujah. And that gift of righteousness is the Lord Jesus Christ, who has clothed our human spirit in his righteousness. Just like he clothed Adam and Eve in coats of skins, so is our spirit man clothed in the righteousness of God. Now, that righteousness is, not only is it a gift, but it is imputed righteousness. In other words, God gives that righteousness to us as a free gift, just like our father Abraham received that gift. In Romans 4, well, let me do this. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1, therefore being justified or declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now to be justified is to be declared righteous in the sight of God. Listen, man, I have done some sinning. That's what sinners do, sinners sin. Since I've been born again, unfortunately I have sinned. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's to the believer, that's in the family. If I confess my sins, God is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Unrighteousness is sin. Now, people get it confused because to be born again or to be saved is to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Have you done that? Or are you believing and trusting in church membership? You never make it. You, you will never be declared righteous in the sight of God because of what church fellowship you go to. You must be. You've got to be born again in order to be gifted with the gift of righteousness. All right. In Romans, the fourth chapter and commencing at verse one, the Bible says, what shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he had something of which to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Now, Abraham did not do no works in order to be declared righteous in the sight of God. Abraham believed God. He believed God. 
and it was put onto his account as righteousness. Amen. That's what God has done. In verse 4 of Romans 4, now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of death. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Amen. So faith is counted for righteousness. What did Abraham do to be declared righteous in the sight of God? He believed God. And it was put onto his account for righteousness. And that's what I have done. And that's what you must do. You must not try to work your way through here to attain righteousness from God. It's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to God's mercy hath he saved us by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Abraham believed God and it was put onto his account for righteousness. And that's all that I did. And that's all that you will need to do in order to be declared righteous in the sight of God. In Romans 9 and 30, what saith, what shall we say then? That the Gentiles who followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. Hallelujah. It's the righteousness which is of faith. It takes faith to please God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Why don't you tell the Lord these words? If you are not a born again believer today, you can become one. And it's very simple and is laid out in the scripture. Say these words to the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. I believe that God has raised you from the dead. Jesus, come into my heart. Today I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me and giving unto me the gift of righteousness. According to Romans, the fifth chapter, verses 17 and 18. Well, it's been good sharing with you today on this very complex subject, but yet God has done it and has given us faith to believe. Faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So today, if you have accepted Jesus, then I want to welcome you to the household of faith because you're in the right place at the right time. And there's not but one Lord and Savior and Jesus is his name. Well, there have been those of you that are concerned about tithes and offerings since we have been shut down at the ministry. You can mail your tithes and offerings to Greenwood Acres, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, zip 71119. Send your tithes and offerings to Greenwood Acres, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, zip 71119. Or you can cash app it. Go to cash app, dollar sign, Greenwood Acres, FGBC. Cash app, dollar sign, Greenwood Acres, 
FGBC. Well, we love you in the Lord and uh, trust that this word has uh, brought enlightenment to you and that you will no longer cease to be justified in the sight of God by your works. But instead, you will trust the work that Christ has already done there at Calvary to redeem us. Christ has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Believe God today. One day. Much love to you. Says, yeah. When the word says that the wind will cease, when he speaks to me.